Bunny? That's oh. what you say, right? Yeah, that's how I say it. Bunny? No, <laughs> you scared her. Yeah, no, she's, she's all like probably peeing in her little diaper. Okay. Well, welcome to Romance Planning. I am Leslie Welch, and here with me today is my trusty sidekick. There he is. What? Really? That wasn't very good, that's actually. That's all we got? Yeah, you're kind of flaccid. Are you flaccid today? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, like, no. I haven't been stimulated enough. Well, we're going to change that. Actually, not this chapter so much. Hope so. Well, maybe a little bit. There might be a little spice in here. Something that might pique your interest. When you say pique, how do you spell that? P-I-Q-U-E. Peak. Adam, come on. Already? That does pique my interest. That did not pique my interest. That does pique you my interest. Peak way. Okay, so now that we have four (laughs) listeners, I feel like I need to We're big time. I know. I feel really famous and there's a lot of pressure. Don't let it change you. I can't help it. Don't become a different person, But I feel like I need to do a, like an intro- you know, there's some explicit content. Don't, you know, turn down if Didn't your kids are here. that already happen, though? When? Like a minute and a half ago. Oh, crap. Yeah, well, I'm saying going forward. But here's what I'm thinking. Let me know what you think. Wax your mustaches, start your lace, and get ready for some silken bondage as I romance-plain the book Silken Bondage by Nan Ryan, chapter by chapter, to my good sport of a husband, Adam Welch. Am I? I'm sorry. Well, I was thinking maybe you would do a wooga, but we can. Well, just... I wasn't sure. Like you were like, I should do this intro. So yeah. Well, there it is. That's the intro. <laughs> okay, there you are. So that's what <laughs> I mean, this podcast is, is all about. Yeah. It's oh, something okay. Like that. Great. Maybe we'll do it going forward. So I'm just trying. I'm testing the waters. You know. So the four listeners. You know, the temporal situation is a slippy mistress, kind of like. Miss Ashley and Miss Annabelle. They're a little slippery. Okay. Temporally. Lady Ashley. Whatever. Okay. We splitting hairs here? Ugh. Definitely not. Okay, so in chapter 33, Denise can't... Denise Lede, Nevada's BFF. There's a Denise now? Denise Lede, her BFF, her Insta BFF. She can't (sighs) stop talking about how hot Johnny is, which is making Nevada roll her eyes a lot. And then Nevada confronts Johnny as he's, like, picking her up to help her reach the gaslight to turn the light on in Lucas' place. And she's just all, now that you can't have me, you want me. So Shabam. Bunny is gaslighting Miss Ashley? Lady Ashley? What? No, Johnny. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, well. Listen better. I listen okay. better. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, you know what? Just listen don't even bother, though, because it's, it's a recap of last chapter. Oh, okay, good. Then there was I a, already didn't listen good enough last time. Right. But luckily we recorded the, the transient understanding you had of that chapter for all to enjoy. I'm for, just going to eat my chicken sausage then while you oh, recap. Okay, as long as there's no organ meat in that, that's you've got it going on. Unless it's chicken organs. Oh, well. Okay, so there's a poetry reading, and Nevada memorizes something, forgets the words, and then Johnny mouths them to her. You know, it's the big Shakespeare society that Malcolm is putting on his poetry reading. Johnny gets up and recites a poem from memory, making all of the older ladies in the crowd basically faint, sucking the air out of the place, I'm sure. And then he regales them with tales about how he sleeps naked. So that is an important part we're bringing into chapter 34. 
just the sleeping nudity. Okay, here we go. I'm sorry, I'm finishing a bite of my yeah, you really... chicken sausage. Okay, well, guess what? It's <laughs> it's hot again, and Nevada can't sleep. So what do you think she does, Adam? Um, does she put on her fanciest muumuu? No, she doesn't. Would it be powder blue? I mean, if she had a muumuu, you think it would be powder blue like that one that I bought on a whim? <laughs> I wasn't going to put too fine a point on it. <laughs> and I brought it home and you're like, never wear that again. It was so comfortable, though. I will tell you, it was very comfortable. Yeah. And it felt good. It did. Like to touch. It but felt good. It, it looked like, ridiculous. Yes. It, it was it literally was an old lady nightgown. But I yeah. just, as a joke. You looked joke, like your grandmother. I know. I tried it on. I was like, what is the deal? Why do they still sell these nighties? My grandmother used to wear one of these. And so I put it on. I was like, mm. oh, this is. Because it feels. Don't this care. This quite nice. Feels it feels good. good. Exactly. Yeah, it was quite nice. Whether fucking balls or putting on a muumuu, don't care, feels good. Yeah, I just didn't have the endurance to keep it up, though, so. <laughs> Wait, you don't still have that? I think it's in a drawer somewhere. Why don't or you wear like, it? Or maybe, like, when I purged everything, it may have gone to Goodwill. Because I don't, it, it's too tent-like, and it Less doesn't make like... me feel sexy. It's too, it's like wearing a tent. There's no curves of my body, and I just feel like a big letter A walking around the house. You know. Anyway, so it's super hot. When do you care about what people think about you? I mean, obviously, I don't care a lot because I'm burying all of my Greyhound bus stories and stuff. Well, obviously, that I better never cared about you very much, and you care about the soldiers. I do. I do. I did. It was like a one woman USO back on that Greyhound bus. So. Yep. Anywho. Uh, yeah. So it's hot again. And Nevada starts thinking about Johnny telling all the ladies at the poetry reading that he sleeps in the nude. So she just takes her nightgown off and throws it like out the window. She doesn't. She's like, I don't even care where it goes. And just whips it off. Her is this body. still a recap? No, this is the new chapter. Oh, good. So now she's like naked and she's like, this is going to be the best night's sleep ever. All right. So during the poetry reading, she rips off her nightgown and no. it's like, I got a poem for you and after, it's called My Body. After the poetry reading, it's super duper hot and she rips off her nightgown. And then, of course, it's like storming well, too. Well, they are in New Orleans. No, baby. They're in St. Louis. They're Splitting at the Lucas here. Place townhouse. And Lucas Place was I did a little bit of research trying to be New a real Orleans podcaster. Is hot this year. Dude, they are in St. Louis, but Lucas Place was like one of the first communities where like rich people tried to create a place where poor people couldn't live. So it was like the city living that was super expensive and it was very very fancy. Kind of like, you know, a gated community would be today. Well, I mean, welcome to humanity. Yeah. But there, are, there is one Lucas Place townhouse still standing today, and I would love it if we could go there. I would love that, too. We should do that. We should do that. We should that. have a little adventure. Okay. I mean, Oregon was started as a state to exclude black people. That was their really? whole thing. Yes. That was their what? whole thing. Yes. No black people. Oh. And if you're here already and you're black, get the fuck out. Women Dad. and children get three years, like men get one year, and I'm probably getting the details wrong, but yes, it was started as like 
This is a white people's state. Wow. It's fucked up and they have That's laws on the books. Interesting. It is interesting and I'm glad you think so. Well, but it also sucks and is terrible and awful. It it but makes like, sense though considering like the political leanings of that part of the world cuz I was like they're so liberal, you know, they're just yeah, like they're not have legalized marijuana, you know, I just figure it's just a bunch of hippies and Portlandia right, people, right, but right. no, it wow. Yeah. Huh. And this is like you know, still 1800s. Mhm. Era, but still like you just you shit. inherit that stuff though. That doesn't It does pass down. It doesn't go away. No, it doesn't. Yeah. We need to get rid of that shit. Well, I have great faith in Jules generation. You know, but maybe that's just because we live in a metropolitan area and we're just so. That's just big city talking. Rich, yeah. It's big city talking. Yeah. It's not the heartland where nobody lives. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. So she, yeah, she throws her nightgown out the window, just litters it. She it's don't a nice care. Segue. And then, then the next day, wedding planning is kicking up a notch. Miss Annabelle is listing all the things they have to do. And Nevada's like, you know what? I wish King Cassidy was here to give me away, which is funny because I was just wondering, like, we haven't heard anything. Where's this guy been? Yeah. What happened to King Cassidy? Did he just drop off the radar? And Stryker, too. We haven't seen much of him. But this chapter, I guess Nan was like, oh, shit, I haven't talked about those people for a while. So she's bringing them back. Maybe her editor was like, "Um, does this guy matter? Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh, gosh. Although, like, this is probably the first time he's shown up in her novel. It's like, where have you been the preceding 33 chapters, sir? Sir. Or madame? Sir. Sir. I guess women can be editors, too. Is that true? Is that a thing that's true? Adam, yes. You work at, like, basically a publishing company, and how many female editors work in editorial services? I don't go down there, so I have no idea. But this was released in the 80s, so I don't think, like, women could be editors in the 80s. That is completely untrue. I don't think that's... No, look it up. Google it. I'm not going to Google it. Listen, that is not true, but... You know what? Women can't be. They can't be scientists. Nan was kind math, of groundbreaking. Math, 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 mathers. They can't be mathers. No, they, they, they can't, can't be, be editors. Right. Okay. Um, you know, especially in the 80s. Like maybe now that so, we're all sensitive, but not in the 80s. King Cassidy, she wishes he was there to give her away. <laughs> and the thought makes Miss Annabelle flush because she's still got down. the hots Women for him. You know, just live your truth be. over there. I don't know what to tell you. The things you think you're Mr. That sexist men can do. Yeah, you really. I'm glad you really believe that. As men can do. We learn a lot that about Miss Annabelle's fantasies because she fantasizes Man, that King takes her truth. back to the mansion where she used to live before those nasty carpetbaggers took it over. Oh. So she's just kind of like how I used to sit on my front porch and fantasize. Oh, Keanu. That Keanu would pull, like he, his limo would get lost He's in my lost. neighborhood. Who can help him? I'm just, I'm in Pittsburgh. Who I can have help a movie. Him? I'm shooting a movie here and I'm just so lost and I'm Keanu. And then we would fall in love immediately. You know what's weird about that? What year was that when you were doing that? Do you think? Oh, just estimate. 93, 94. Four? Um, ninety three. I was I graduated from high school, so no, it was more like 
I don't know, like 90, 89, maybe 89, ninth grade. Wow. So, you know, this is why you and I are together because 30 years later, I'm fantasizing about Keanu pulling up and I can roll yeah. away with him and his oh, right. like, limo. It's more likely to happen here, though. Where I we live know, now because right? right? people come here all the time. They weren't filming Jack Reacher back then. He was no. awesome in that, though. Um, ugh, come on. What? I just, Tom Cruise does not do it for me. You know okay, that. Okay, I'm not rude. talking about The Matrix. I'm talking about Jack Reacher yeah, starring that's Tom, Keanu Reeves. Okay, do not link him to that movie. They're both, you no. know, dark-haired men. No, uh, Keanu does not need to stand on an handsome. apple box to kiss a woman, like, even though he's probably not into it. Like, Shall I say? Not even going to talk to you about this because it's really, it really is handsome. making me upset. Both of them take the breath out of the room. No, Tom Cruise has a hook toucan Sam nose. I don't like it. We need to adjust our setup here. I need to point at you. I, you're pointing at me, and I am <laughs> holding my hand up and rejecting your point. They're basically the same person. Yeah. Well, you can think that because you're a man. Why don't you just go make out with Laura Dern for five minutes? Because she's oh. pretty hot. Oh, oh, I just, I can't even live in this house with you anymore. <laughs> so she's I'll fantasizing about King taking her home to the mansion where she used to live before the carpet baggers took over. And, you know, so she still does have the hots for King Cassidy. I hope they get together, don't you, Adam? Is this book about the old bag? I thought it was going to be like a hot romance between Nevada B.J. Jones and Johnny Roulet. Yeah, and well, like, we why do... are we talking about the old people? Well, what I... is this? Knights in Rodanthe? It is. It, well, we do get a sneak peek oh, into boy. their marital bedroom. Ugh. Yeah, Miss Annabelle. Don't care. Yeah. Everybody wants to fan... <laughs> Let me tell you something about fantasies. We've okay? already talked about hey, it. Hey, can you shut up? Sure. People want to fantasize about young people. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to fantasize about being young. Yes. That's true. So Nevada and Denise go shopping at Not Angelique's. Things, at know? Angelique's later Exploring that day. Adam, things. please pay attention. Listen oh, better. Okay. Listen better. They go shopping at Angelique's, and that's the place where you find you buy the finest ladies' under things. Why bother? You're just going to take them off. Well, I'll tell you why bother. Because Nan goes into detail. First of all. <laughs> You buy skimpy tittle negligees trimmed in Belgian S- lace. Did, wait. Okay. Tittle. T-I-T-T-L-E. <laughs> skimpy tittle. Yeah, it was a typo. I thought it was hilarious, though, because it sounds like tit. I don't know. Wait, is it a typo? Yes. Skimpy tittle? It's supposed to be skimpy little negligees. Tri- but it really says skimpy tittle? Tittle. Yeah, tittle. Beautiful. Woo. That is awesome. You can also pick up some daring drawers there. Derrier drawers? No, daring. I don't Derrier know what... Drawers. Is that like crotchless drawers? I don't know what would constitute daring drawers in the late 1800s, but you can get them at Angelique's. Daring drawers. But um, I think just like minimal coverage, probably. Yeah, not like the full pantaloons that right. go past the knee. More like... like Daisy Duke. Yeah, not a G-string or anything well, like that. No. Like, you know, can't see the line, can you, Russ? You know, not that sort of thing, but right. just like minimal coverage. Right. Right. Can't see the line. Okay, you can also pick up... No, we got to add that to that. Well, anything you get there was designated to tempt the amorous male. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, here's a good one. Yeah, boy. <laughs> 
All right, hold on to your wig. Yeah, bye. No groom could resist a bride outfitted at Angelique's. Uh, for some reason, I don't think that was ever, in the history of human human beings being on this planet, I don't think that was ever an issue. Do you? What, men resisting women? Right, like, oh, no groom could resist a bride outfitted at Angelique's. Like, guys just want to, like, get to the goods after the wedding. Am I right? I'm not sure how honest you want me to be right now. Oh. I mean, be honest. No. Nah. Nah, that's all right. Okay. Well, I can... Yes. The good negligee could help out certain souls. Oh. Like if you're marrying an ugly girl. So it's like... Wait, what do you mean ugly girl? I didn't say that. I didn't... I didn't say that. Okay, but if a a girl, like you're marrying someone who's kind of a dog face, take her to Angelique's to get her outfitted so you can, like, dog have face. sex with her. You know, the older I get, the more I realize there's no such thing as a dog-faced person. Female, male. Mm-hmm. Every human is beautiful. Wow. That Methodist upbringing really did soak in there, didn't that? No, they hate the uglies. Oh, well, most of them are I reject not it very fully. attractive, so... Well, I'm not saying... On a traditional like, scale. Sure. I'm not saying... And I'm not that, saying like, Methodist in general. I'm saying at your church. The doctrine didn't up. affect me, but it's just that, like, humans, for the most part, are beautiful, and that's how yeah. I choose to see them. Well, you are... Not as, like, ugly, evil, terrible people. Okay. Which is very tempting sometimes. But I think humans generally are beautiful, lovable people. And I well, thanks, look around. Thanks hey, for I look screwing up that observation I had. And I'm like, you're beautiful. That's, I want to okay, hug you. We're real proud of you over there. <laughs> but thanks for screwing that up because I was really proud of Did myself. Did I redeem myself for all the terrible things I've no, said on this I mean, podcast sure, yet? Or sure. Do I get a point? Or? No, not right now. Fuck. I don't feel like giving you a point. You're okay. still annoying me kind of today. Okay. So they walk out of the store feeling pretty risque for being in there. Did buy you hamburgers? I didn't want a hamburger. Why'd you eat it? I bought myself a hamburger. No, I didn't want you to buy me a hamburger today. I don't know why you're annoying me. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> all right. Let me know. <laughs> so they walk out of the store. They're feeling all risque for being in there. And then Nevada stops dead in her tracks. Why do you think she does that, Adam? Um, I think that old boat. Captain B.J. Jones is standing there, <gasps> dark and ruddy yep. and larger than life. For once, you are right. She sees B.J. Jones making out with Miss Annabelle in front of the Lando Calrissian. How did that do? Seriously? I was just no, spitballing. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, you know so much. I had it all look planned much, out. No, how much Johnny you know. Roulet is there. Oh, we all know. Johnny oh, it's Johnny Roulet? Really? Yeah. Oh, I was so wrong. <laughs> and he is elegantly outfitted in an eggshell. Elegantly outfitted. In an eggshell linen suit and powder blue shirt with a chocolate-hued tie. Can you imagine that outfit? Just... Let's take a it's moment. It's an award-winning outfit, if you ask me. Take a moment. Okay. Imagine it. Yeah. Eggshell white suit. Linen suit. Whatever. Eggshell white. Mm-hmm. Powder blue shirt. Yeah, like my a, powder blue jumpsuit. Correct. Right, your favorite. And a, ch- a chocolate... T- he looks like the worst person ever invented by yeah. God. And then he has one of those stupid hats on, too, which is also Ugh, like cream. He's the worst. 
It's quite an ugly outfit. I don't know. And this just like, it reminds me, and I don't know if we're going to end up doing Twilight book versus movie for season two, but it reminds me of some Already of the- Already claimed it doesn't matter. Yeah. It reminds me of some of the outfits that uh, she puts Edward in, and I'm just like, oh, that is just not attractive. Or like Bella's wearing like a white eyelet shirt, like her favorite white eyelet shirt. What's an eyelet shirt? It's like that white lace, lacy, but it's not lace. It's, um, I don't, I'll show it to you. It's got like the big holes that are shaped like flowers. It's really like old timey looking. Well, I think it matters like where the holes are and what you can see beyond you the holes. You can't see anything oh, Well, then it, it doesn't matter. My grandmother had a lot of eyelet. No, that's not helping. Yeah. No, not that the she would wear, thing. but like she would outfit it like when she was making dolls clothes, she would use eyelet a lot. So these are dolls clothes. <laughs> yeah, basically. I don't know if it's because, well, we can get into that in Twilight book versus movie. But I have a whole diatribe about that. Wait, is this an episode of Twilight books versus movie? No, this is an episode of authors choosing really ugly bad outfits for their characters. Hey, welcome to an episode of authors choosing Choosing really really bad bad outfits outfits for their characters. characters. All right, you know what, Leslie? Sometimes authors choose really bad outfits for their characters. Don't you agree? I agree. All right, that's been an episode of authors choosing really... Now, fuck it. So he's smoking a cigar... And Denise thrusts out her hand, hoping he's going to kiss it. Who's Denise? Denise Lede. Denise the Beast? Yes. She's Nevada's instant BFF, who's like thinking she's going to hook up with Johnny because Nevada he's seems dark like she's- and big. Oh, he's so sexual. And then Nevada, oh, he asks Nevada if she was choosing something she hopes will bring out the Beast and his older brother. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was so funny because <laughs> I can't imagine Malcolm like the be- bringing up the beast and Malcolm because he's you know so. I think Malcolm. if you try for a second, you can imagine the beast of Malcolm coming mm-hmm. out, and I don't think it's that pretty. No, he's a very silent, reserved type of man. So you think can, he, he can you imagine how much is repressed in him? Probably a lot. How yeah. ugly would it be if? Like Malcolm's beast came out. Well, it would come out for Richard Keyes, we all know, not Nevada. Well, okay, that's one, That's like a nice way that it could come out. But. Yeah. So anyway, um, Nevada's all, I certainly hope that you're the only beast in the family. Burn! <laughs> he is a beast master. Release the Kraken! Who is Malcolm? No, Johnny. Come on. He's a beast. Yeah. So, come on, just... Who is this? Let's find out, shall we? Hello? Hello, my name is Caitlin Dorrance. I am calling on behalf of a national research firm. We are conducting a short survey on current events. Hi, Caitlin. You're live on the air on Romance Splaining. Do you give us your permission to be recorded and used in an audio recording? Caitlin's not trying real hard, is she? No. no. Okay. Um, well, thanks for calling romanceplaining.com. Hey, try harder next time. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks for calling. All right. I'm going to hang up. No? Oh, she hung up. <laughs> okay. I'm going <laughs> to never hang up on never that. Never hang up on that. She's no. like, no. No? What the fuck did I just wander into? <laughs> she didn't like that. Wait, does she didn't give her permission, though. Does that mean we have to cut that? Hell no, bro. Okay, bro. Did she call us with our permission? No, she didn't. She did not. She was recording me, I'm sure. 
Correct. Anyway, that's one way to get rid of a telemarketer. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> if you can just like do 34 episodes of a podcast <laughs> dedicated to examining one chapter at a time a romance novel that might be the worst book ever written, <laughs> you can thwart the telemarketer. Well, yeah. Market. So anyway, on the carriage ride home, Denise talks about how she thinks Johnny was flirting with her, and then they drop her off, and then Nevada sees Stryker on his stallion. Oh, this Stryker dude. I don't trust this guy. What? I don't know who he is, but I don't trust him. Are you kidding me? You don't know who Stryker is, No, who's this? Is it Johnny Roulet in disguise? No, Stryker is the... He's the... You know who he is, you big jerk. Oh, you're so mean. Wait, why is that mean? I'm not Because you're just like, uh, you're teasing me it's and taunting me. It's just a personality. Me. Yeah. You know, just doing a thing. So she asks it's old Jess bit. to stop the carriage. It was an episode of Great Bits. It was not an episode of, that was not a great bit. It was an episode of mediocre bits. It was an episode of bad bits. Stryker tells her that he's leaving. That's a good idea. Bad Because bits. some, listen to me, listen better. So, okay. This is important. I'm writing it down. Important. The E doesn't Ponte. work. Is it okay if it's like, listen like the kids write I it with no E? I will fix it in post. Okay. Fix it in post. Okay. Some guy from overseas asked him to accompany him, asked Stryker to accompany him to Baton Rouge because he's looking to buy a big estate there. So then Stryker goes down to the docks to wait for the boat with this rich guy who's getting off, and guess who it is? B.J. Jones. No. One more guess. Johnny Roulet. No, it's the Silver Fox. Fuck. Yep, King Cassidy. You know, I ruined it with my first guess because I was being cocky. Yeah, you're all like, B.J. Jones. B.J. Jones. I have a secret for you, baby. B.J. Jones never comes back in this book. Okay, now I know he comes back. No, he do- he really doesn't. Okay. No, I know your game. Okay. So, did you learn anything? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> no. Do you really want to hear what I Do learned? I ever? Yeah. Let me know. Give it to me. Okay. I learned Just that- your learning, not anything else, because I'm annoyed with you. Okay. <laughs> I learned that it's very difficult to- have a new intro when the temporal forces are working against you. Okay. I learned that Bunny digs a hole in the blankets when she's nervous. I learned I need to listen better. And I also learned about a don't care feels good as a moo-moo situation, which I hope comes back. I learned that it's very hot in New Orleans (laughs) this time of year. I definitely... Maybe not so much learned, but, you know, uh, reverse learned that Oregon is suspicious when it comes to tolerance. Mm-hmm. I've learned that women can't do the things that men can do as good oh as men can do gosh. those things. I've learned that Tom Cruise uh, and Keanu Reeves are basically the same oh, person. Oh Both gosh. action stars who I have dark hair and right have weird now. noses. You know, I the same like person. I learned that I do need to listen better. Yes. I've learned about skimpy tittle. Let's just leave it at that. I've learned about skimpy tittle, <laughs> okay. which was a very important learning. Yeah. Um, and I think that related to derriere drawers. Daring drawers? No. Well. You're, you do you over there. Well, I do have some keys that still don't work on this okay. keyboard. I've also learned that Leslie doesn't approve of my stuff today and that uh, Johnny Roulet <laughs> wears the worst clothes oh, ever. Oh, I know. They were really bad. 
I've learned that Denise the Peace is Nevada's older brother. Oh, my god! I've learned that Caitlin the Teleprompter did not give us our permission. And again, <laughs> Teleprompter was a little auto-fix, so... Okay, telemarketer. Ugh. Yeah. I've learned I need to listen better, and I've learned that <laughs> episodes of Bad Bits are not... Not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've learned. It's been a really productive episode. Thank you. you. Learned a lot. A lot. A, a lot, lot. A lot. A lot. That's a lot of cats. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for paying attention, kind of, and listening. I'm Leslie Welch. And that's Adam. We'll see you next time for Romance Explaining. Bye.